Welcome to the Go Beyond Extra podcast. I'm your host, Sean Hill. My mission is to help as many people as possible to live a life of purpose and passion. I'll be bringing you your regular dose of inspiration along with practical tips so that you can begin to unlock the secrets to go beyond limitations and become the master of your life. Tony Robbins said, the only impossible journey is the one you never begin. Welcome to episode number 38, the missing ingredient to making your dreams a reality. In today's episode, we'll be talking all things action, the difference between forced action and aligned action, and how to get started when you don't know what action to take. So welcome, welcome everybody. Hope you're doing well. So today we're going to be talking about the magical word that is action. Now this is actually something I planned on talking about in a few episodes time, but I decided to bring it forward. Now the reason for this is because the last few episodes we have been speaking a lot about energy, all of that good emotional and mental work that we as people need to do in order to create the reality that we want. And that is so important. In fact, it's the most important work that we do, way more important than any action that we take. But without action, none of that good work means anything. So let's first of all look at why action is so important. It really is the difference between those who succeed and achieve the things that they set out to do versus those who may have big dreams, yet that's often how they stay. Those dreams never actually make their way down into the tangible 3D physical world that we live in. Action is about taking all of that good work that you do energetically, emotionally, mentally, and bring those energetic creations down into the physical plane. Otherwise, they just exist as possibilities that never come into fruition. So action is super duper important in the creation process. So today we're going to be looking at what action really means. When should you take it? And when are your actions more of a hindrance than a benefit? Now, this is particularly important for coaches. When you're working with your clients, it's important to know whether there is some mental and emotional work that needs doing or is it time to take action? So first things first, let's address the polarising information that has been in the media, which I personally believe that has led to confusion for so many people. The one side of that is that action is bad. Action has been given a bit of a bad rap, a bit of a bad reputation. There's been a bit of a hustle culture, a fight to the death and kill yourself in the process to get stuff done kind of mentality. You know, take big action, work 23 hours a day, sleep is for when you're dead and and so on. Now, of course, the problem with that is that it's not sustainable and living that way for any period of time could actually possibly lead somebody to their deathbed sooner than planned. On the flip side of that is that action isn't required, that if you want something, you can think it into existence, sit at home on your couch and it will just appear. Now, I don't know about you, but when I tried that one, which I did, by the way, nothing happened. I just sat on my couch. Oh, no, I tell a lie. The thing that did happen is that I couldn't actually pay my bills. So there seems to be this almost pendulum swing where people are at one end of the scale or the other. They're either taking loads of action and working themselves into the ground or not taking any or very little action. Now, here's the thing. There is no right or wrong or fixed model about the amount of action that a person should take. We're all very different. We're all starting from different places and have different goals. And that has to be taken into account. 
But what is the same for everybody is that there are no quick fixes when it comes to doing the work. Adverts that tell you that you can start your new business today and make £20,000 by the end of the month, all while sitting on your laptop on the beach, or that you can eat this magic pill and lose £10 in two days, are quite simply selling to your emotions and essentially setting you up to fail. Now, this can end up having a negative impact through the beliefs that it can create or reinforce about that person, you know, what they think they are capable of. And that's a whole other story. But the result of all that is that many people's view of what action is actually required to accomplish their goals has been distorted. There is an instant gratification culture in that we're used to having everything that we want as soon as we want it. Just think about it day to day life. You know, we have Amazon where you order something today and it arrives tomorrow. You can get any kind of food that you want on tap. The Internet, it just gives you all the information that you could possibly ask for in seconds. And it can be easy to think that we should have instant results when we take action. And if we don't, then the assumption is it's not working or many people give up way too soon. Now, most people get this in certain areas of their life. You know, we all know that we won't have a beach body by going to the gym once. We know that that will take time, commitment, focus, a proper diet and an exercise plan. So it will take certain action to achieve that beach body. And it's the same for all other areas of life, too. If your goal is to create a thriving business, a business that gives you time, freedom, money, the ability to work from anywhere that you want in the world, then there will be action needed to achieve that. Listening to a podcast, as much as I I love them and could listen to them all day, or reading a book about starting a business, may give you some great tips, some great insight and information, but without using that knowledge and applying it, nothing will actually change. You'll just have a whole heap of knowledge. There has to be physical steps taken to create physical results. So with that in mind, where does the whole meditation, visualisation, emotional release work, where does that fit in in the world of action, of getting stuff done? The difference is taking forced action versus taking aligned action. So let me explain what I mean by this. Forced action is taking action whilst feeling incongruent with it. There's a discord between a person's internal world and the external steps that they are taking. Now, that discord could be in the form of a belief that doesn't support their outcome, a negative emotion, any doubt about the action itself. So it feels forced. It feels like pushing against something, like an uphill battle. When someone is coming from a place of lack or scarcity, the action taken is often driven by an emotion such as fear. And that fear will influence the action that a person takes, which probably won't be the best or the easiest route to get to where they want to go. You see this in business. When someone is starting out or is desperate for new business or new clients, they behave in a way that reflects that on the calls or in the meetings that they have with prospects or the way that they put themselves out there. They may begin making decisions from a place of desperation rather than inspiration. And the energy of desperation is palpable. It's the same in relationships. Having a conversation about fixing a relationship that isn't working when there are emotions present or beliefs about the relationship or the other person in the relationship, that is going to lead to a very different action than it would if both parties were approaching it knowing that they will find a solution. 
The first hurdle that pops up becomes an excuse to give up. It's used as the reason to not carry on. Aligned action, on the other hand, is action that someone feels inspired to take. They feel congruent with. It's the kind of action that you want to do, even if the task itself is not particularly fun. You feel compelled to do it because you know that it's taking you in the direction that you want to go. When you totally believe that you will achieve your outcome, the action almost becomes the process. It's the vehicle that takes you a step closer to achieving those things. Think about it like this. Forced action, when someone's thoughts and feelings and beliefs are pointing one way and the action that they're taking is in opposition to that, is a bit like walking on an escalator in the wrong direction. They may well make some progress because they are taking steps, but it will slow things down and it won't feel like much fun along the way. When your thoughts and feelings and beliefs and the action that you're taking are all pointing forward in the same direction, you can fly. You literally propel forward because you're taking steps and the escalator is just pulling you along for the ride as well. So the action feels exciting. Even though it can be really hard at times, you know that it's taking you to where you want to go, which makes it exciting. So what comes first? Action or alignment? And of course, what action should you take? I interrupt this podcast to share with you some exciting news. The dates for our 2022 10-week online practitioner program have been released and the doors are officially open. This program is like no other NLP course out there. We designed it in a way that allows you to not only learn the life-changing principles and techniques, you also learn how to apply them in real life. Knowing is one thing, doing is another. Your content is available to you in your own private membership area to watch at home in your own time. You have a practical action sheet each week to bring your new knowledge to life. And during your weekly live Zoom call, you'll have the opportunity to put your new skills into practice. At the end of the programme, you will gain three internationally recognised accreditations as a practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, timeline therapy, and NLP coaching, allowing you to use your skills to transform the lives of others and create a career in coaching. There are limited spaces available. If you'd like to find out more, head to the show notes where you'll find a link to do just that. Well, here's the interesting thing. Sometimes the very act of taking action can begin to change your thoughts and feelings. Our brains are wired to think and feel certain ways. These are our programmed patterns of behaviour. Now, the way that you think and feel and your physiology, so how you hold yourself, determines the action that you take. And so if you take action, action that maybe you haven't taken before, action towards the things you want, there will have been a change in at least one of those three things. Your physiology, especially if you do something that's physical, the thoughts that you have, If you've not taken that action before, then you've just done something that you have never done before, which is different. So that can influence your thinking about it. And then, of course, the way that you feel. Taking the action can begin to interrupt those patterns. Now, there are specific coaching techniques, really powerful mindset techniques that interrupt those patterns so that you're able to think and feel differently very, very quickly. We train all of those on our accredited programs. 
We have our next program coming soon. So if you do want to find out more, head to the show notes where I'll put a link to it. I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's what changed my life. It's what continues to change the lives of other people as well. But back to now. So some of the most common reasons that we come across as to why people don't take action is because, number one, they're not ready. Number two, they don't have time or it's not the right time. Number three, they don't have money. Number four, they don't know what to do. So they don't know what action to take. And when you're in that position, in any one of those positions, it all feels very real. But here's the thing. If you hold on to those reasons, if you choose to believe them, then they will be real and that will be your reality. So I invite you today to just get curious and consider, is there another way? Is there something else that maybe you've missed? Because the truth is that the way that you get ready is to actually go and do it. Now, it may be that there is a training period required. There's some things that you need to learn to set you on the path to your destination. So the action that you need to take may be learning those things. The way that you learn to swim is by taking off the armbands. And that's something that until you do it, you probably feel completely unsure about. You know, anything new and unknown will always bring an element of uncertainty with it. So knowing that that will always be the case, reframe it in your mind. Think about that uncertainty as actually being exciting. You must be learning something new. You must be going places where you will grow because you're choosing to do it. Choose to see getting ready as a choice. You're choosing to do it rather than it being a necessity of something that has to happen before you even begin. Now, when it comes to time, I can tell you that there will never be a good one. There is always going to be something else to do or a reason to delay. It's about making the time. It's about making the time important to you. And the same goes with money. When you decide to commit to something, when that requires your your investment of time or a financial investment, your mind focuses in and begins to find ways to generate the time and the income to do it. To make it real, there is never going to be a perfect time to have a baby. And certainly everyone that I know thinks that they're not ready. They think that the time isn't right and they don't have the money. But then when having a baby becomes important to them... All of those things go out the window and they find the time and the money. And it's the same principles with everything else in life. The real question is, what is stopping you from taking action? Now, this brings us to the final point, which is not knowing what to do or not knowing what action to take. Now, I have found myself here many times in the past. And as a result, I did nothing, which was one way to guarantee that I wouldn't get anywhere. At the time, I genuinely believed that I had no idea what to do. But let me share with you where I was going wrong. And it's what we see a lot of. I used to look at the end goal, the big vision that I wanted, which was miles away from where I was starting. I was trying to work out the exact roadmap, all of the steps that were going to take me from where I was to where I wanted to be. And of course, I had no idea what they were. I was trying to plan out the whole journey in advance. The gap seemed impossible to close and I didn't believe that I had what it took. It was scary and energetically I was blocking it. Your life is literally a reflection of who you believe you are. And at the time I believed I was someone that would fail. So there was part of me back then that didn't want it because I didn't think I was going to be able to live up to it. 
Now, a person who fails isn't going to see the multiple opportunities that are right in front of their face. They're not going to be inspired to do the things, to pick up the phone, to speak to that person, to write the message, all of those things that could move them forward. Now, here's the thing. Taking action isn't about having all of the pieces lined up and knowing exactly what you need to do. It's also not about that one big break, the one thing that's going to change your life forever. Whilst that absolutely can happen, it's about taking the first step, maybe just one small step and then another and then another and another. So to do that, all you need to know is what the first step is. You don't need to know step 345 and you won't know it anyway. So give up guessing and work on what's right in front of you whilst holding the end goal in mind at all times. Now, with any action that you take, you have to be honest and ask yourself, is this really a step forward? Is it moving me towards my goals? David and I have witnessed many, many, many times people keeping themselves busy, procrastinating, carrying out tasks that aren't creating any movement. Let me give you an example. We have spoken with many people in the past who want to be a professional coach. They want to create a career coaching others. When we've asked them where they are at the moment, they've been in the researching phase. You know, what course to take, what modalities to learn, who to train with, etc. Then months have gone by and for some people they're still researching but thinking that this is taking action because they're busy doing something. Even if that something is the same thing over and over and over again, it's different variations, but getting the same result, getting nowhere fast, basically. So you have to become really honest with yourself and question, is this really taking action or am I procrastinating? And if so, what is the next step? What is the first piece of action that I can take to overcome that? Now, I think I've used this before. I probably have. And It's a good one. So I'm going to use it again in this example because I think it will bring it to life. So let's say your goal is to run a marathon and your starting point is that you've never run before. So let's say that you're going from not moving at all to running a marathon. That's a pretty big gap. So the first action step would not be to go for a 20 mile jog because that's way too big a jump from where you're starting. Now, what many people do is research. They look for the best trainers to run in, the best routes to run. Maybe they look for a gym that they could join or a running club. They look at clothing, a personal trainer, diet sheets, a training schedule, so, so much preparation. That in and of itself can be overwhelming. And when people feel overwhelmed, they tend to do nothing. It leads to inaction. Now, all of those things may be important and may be something that needs addressing, something that needs acting upon at some point. But the question that you would have to ask yourself is if you've been sat still, you've been doing no exercise and your goal is to run a marathon, what is the very first step that you could take? What step can you take to get the ball rolling as soon as today? Now, that could be as simple as going for a walk around the block. This is something that you could do right now and it's one step closer. It's taking a step in the right direction. Then you do the same again tomorrow. And whilst doing that, you may begin to look at some of those other things one at a time, but just get started. So even if you just did that 
and every day increased your speed or the distance ever so slightly. Four weeks down the line, you will have made some amazing progress. The more you do this, the more inspired you'll feel. Plus, it makes the next steps easier because it's only when you've started walking, maybe jogging, that you'll get a feel for the kind of trainers that you want. You'll understand what it feels like to move. So when you're looking for trainers, it's easier to know where to search. So it matters not how big the action is and whether you have all of the information because you never will. Just take a step in the right direction and begin to build on that each day. Now, there will, of course, be times in your life when you'll need to take more action than others. As the marathon gets closer, the training is going to increase too. It's the same in business. We have times where we are super, super busy and we have to take more action than we would on a normal day-to-day basis. And we're good with that because we always hold the bigger vision in mind. This drives us to keep going when there are late nights and early mornings involved. And we do it with the absolute belief that we will get there one step at a time. So we make sure that we have worked on the mental, the emotional stuff. So we feel aligned and then we take the action. And we do that one step and one day at a time. So what can you do? Where can you start with all of this? Well, the very best place to start is at the beginning because that's where you always are. So look at where you are now and where you want to be. What's the gap? Then check in, what are the things that could prevent you from closing that gap? The first action step that you take could be to find out, to find a way to overcome the mental and the emotional barriers. That could be booking a a call to find out how you do that. That may be the very first action step that starts the ball rolling, the momentum towards the life that you want to create. The next thing then is accepting that you're in it for the long game. Wanting a quick fix is a really quick way to fail. Keep in mind that 12 months, two years, five years down the line, how far you could go if you consistently take action towards that same goal. Even if you only took really small steps every day, knowing that allows you to let go of the instant gratification mentality, which is often from a place of lack rather than abundance. The small steps add up over time. They are what lead to the massive results. The alternative is, of course, that you don't do anything and then 12 months, two years, five years, that passes by anyway, but you know further along than you were to begin with. Now, the final thing for today's podcast anyway, is to take that first step as soon as possible. Get that momentum going. If you can, go and do it right now as soon as this podcast finishes. If not today, when? Put a date in the diary over the next few days at the most. You could even tell someone else what it is that you're going to do and ask them to hold you accountable for it. Coaching is all about releasing the things that prevent people from taking the action that they need to in order to achieve their goals. And then accountability is key. It's so powerful, but I'll save that for another podcast as I've gone on slightly longer than planned today. See, this is what happens when David isn't around to hold me accountable. So I'm going to recap on those steps before we wrap it up. So step one, where are you now and where do you want to be? And what could stop you from closing that gap? Step two, accept that it's a long game and enjoy playing it. Make the game fun. And then step three, take the first step today whatever that step is. And I would love to hear what those steps are. So if you haven't already, you're welcome to join my private ladies only Facebook group and let me know what action you are taking and when you will have done it by. 
I'll put a link in the show notes to the group and I would absolutely love to see you there. I love hanging out with you on this podcast and I would love it even more if you were talking back to me. So please come and join me, join in on the conversation. So that is it for today, folks. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and had some useful takeaways and I will bid you farewell so that you can go and take action right now and have fun doing it. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. You really are the reason that this podcast exists. So if you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate you leaving a review and make sure that you follow and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're ready to take it to the next level and learn even more about the power of your mind, then head to the show notes where you'll find a link to our free Mind Power Masterclass, along with a link to join my private Facebook group. I'll see you there.